Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Friday, November 19th. Family offices in North America have seen their wealth increase in the last year, taking collective ORM to an estimated 179 billion US dollars. With an average ORM of a billion, 58% of ultra-high net worth families' family offices posted growth in the year from 2020 to 2021, while 86% of those individual families experienced a rise in wealth. A new report from RBC and Camden Wealth reveals that family offices continued to focus on growth markets and technology, with 74% investing in healthcare, 64% in biotech, 61% in fintech, and nearly half in artificial intelligence. Unsurprisingly, these investors are feeling bullish as we head into 2022, but there are challenges including cyber attacks and scams, investment governance, valuation policies, and human capital oversight. Succession planning is also a key focus for family offices, with only half of respondents having a plan in place, and only around half of these plans are written formally. The work to establish a single new self-regulatory organisation for Canada's investment industry is firing on all cylinders, according to the Canadian Securities Administrators. In a statement, the CSA said it expects the corporate transactions required to amalgamate IROC and the MFDA into one SRO, including ministerial approvals, to be completed by the end of next year. The latest episode of WP Talk features Joseway Dubon, wealth mentor at Design Wealth. He told WP's managing editor James Burton about the money is worthless approach. A lot of individuals that come sit with me and I say that, they're like, what? This is the guy I'm supposed to trust with my money? He's telling me it's worthless? If I, if I were to give you $100 right now, but I told you you couldn't spend it, you couldn't give it to somebody else, you couldn't uh, even invest it and have it grow for you, you can do anything with it. You just have to have $100 sitting in your wallet. What good is that? Money is worthless. It's what money can provide to us that we really care about. So that could be extra time. That could be that vacation with family. That could be the memories. Again, the, the list is endless. And you can hear the whole episode in the same place you're listening to this. North America is now leading the way on ESG investing as it continues to adopt a mainstream investing position. Natixis Investment Managers says that global demand for ESG investing is accelerating and is no longer the domain of millennials, women, wealthy and European investors. The environment is the top driver of this increase. 60% of respondents to the firm's global survey of individual investors say that companies are no longer only responsible for creating value for shareholders. Despite taking the early lead on ESG investing, Europe now lags North America and is matched by Asia. Canada has some catching up to do, though, as North American ESG investment is dominated by those in the United States, with 32% of respondents owning ESG investments, compared to just 16% of Canadians. While adults on both sides of the border are generally looking to be more financially prudent during the holidays, younger Canadians are more likely to spend and save than their US counterparts. New stats from BMO reveals that more than 30% of both Americans and Canadians are planning to spend less this holiday season, though Americans were 7% more likely to step up their spending. Nearly 20% of American men surveyed said they plan to spend more compared to 11% of Canadian men. Both women from the US and Canada were less likely than their male counterparts to say they plan to increase spending for the holidays. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters, plus IG and McKenzie's transformation are already producing record results. FP Canada gets MFDA accreditation approval and a global active manager opens a bond boutique offering to investors in Canada with three emerging market strategies. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.